Welcome to Unshakable with Human Design, the show dedicated to helping entrepreneurs use human design to shift from hustle to flow without sacrificing results. Come here to become an unshakable human and build an unshakable business according to your human design. I'm your host, Nicole Lano. Hello and welcome to Unshakable with Human Design, everyone. I'm your host, Nicole Leno, and today I'm going to be sharing some secrets with you. Most people come to me and they want to know how to streamline their business. They want more ease. And I know I wanted more ease, so I understand the question. You want to streamline your business. And there are so many people out there that are saying that this is the way, that is the way. And truthfully, there's a lot of factors that play into this. But what if I told you that the secret to to streamlining your business actually lied in your DNA and maybe a little bit with the tech gods? I'm actually going to share with you five things that I did that I combined to bring more ease and more cash into my business. It's allowed me to see a vision that is much, much stronger than the one that I had before because so many people are held back when we talk about how we incorporate mindset along with the beliefs that we hold, how they hold us back. So if you have a belief that your business is always going to be hard and that feels straining, draining, and not like something that you want to pursue, you always stay at this level where you're grinding all the time, but it's something that you're comfortable with. Pushing further would probably feel like it's too much. That's how we hold ourselves back. So we have to expand, and that's why streamlining can be so powerful. The easier we make it feel, the more possible it feels, the more possible it is to see us going further because it doesn't feel like it's always going to be so difficult. If we have this belief that it's always going to be hard and that my business is always going to be pulling me down or I'm never going to get to that level without working so much harder, even if you intellectually understand that, it's not until we do it or see it done by somebody else where it feels possible for us that it starts to really get into our energy. So I want to share with you five things that I did that have blown the doors off in my business, that have streamlined everything. This has been over the course of the last year, but certainly over the last three to six months, it has really started to take shape. So I'm not sharing you the very beginning stages of the journey. We're pretty far into this, my team and myself, and we're seeing all of this stuff come together, and I wanted to do an episode on it. Before we start, I did want to let you know that we have a new free guide available. It is all about podcasting by your human design. So obviously on this show and what part of my mission is, is to help entrepreneurs build their business and structure their lives according to their human design. Well, even something like a podcast, there are ways that you can do it where it's very supportive to your design, where it's designed to make you shine, which is what we want it to do. And the more in alignment you are with your human design, the more your podcast will do that for you. So whether you've started a podcast already and it's not really working, or you are thinking about starting a podcast that's been on your vision board or on your list for however long, and it was on my list for years before I actually pulled the trigger on it, we have a free guide for you on how to structure your show according to your human design. So if you want to check that out, go to nicolelano.me forward slash podcast links. We have all of the links to all of our guides, resources, and everything else that we have going on there. So go over there and check out that guide, download it there for free, and then we'll jump into the episode. Let's dive in, shall we? Okay, 
So I'm going to go through the five things that I did to bring ease and cash into my business over the last six months. We're going to really focus on the last six months. But this was a directive that we had over the last year, kind of a visionary shift that I had. And my human design played a big role in this. And I'm going to run through five things. I broke it down to five things. There's obviously more stuff, but these five things are at the core and everything sort of branches off from them. So I wanted to share this with you. We just came off a successful launch of the Human Design Lab. All of the things that we have been doing over the last certainly six months have been in alignment with these five things and have been at the core of what we're doing. So let's dive into them. I'm going to start going through the list and hopefully this starts gelling for you, having some ideas pop off for you and helping not where you go off in like radically different directions because that's really what it is. It's a series of simple shifts that we make over and over and over again and commit to that create big changes in our lives. So The first change that I made that brought a lot of ease and brought cash into my business was I followed my human design strategy and authority. Now, this might sound like, of course, Nicole, you teach human design. Your show is called Unshakable with Human Design. Of course, you followed your strategy and authority. But let me break down exactly what I mean here. Now, I'm a manifesting generator. My strategy is to respond and inform. But the response part I really dug into this. I really committed to this because I was doing things based on ideas. I was saying yes to too many things. And when I realized the offers that I was creating, the things that I was putting out, a lot of it was based on a deadline. A lot of it was based on my not self. So one of the rules and boundaries that I put in was I will only do this if it's truly in response. I'm really going to look at things that I want to do, that I want to take action on, And pass it through the filter of how did this come to me? Did it come to me through my strategy? Or is this an idea? Is this a thought? Is this me feeling like I'm running out of time and I need to do something? I need to pull the trigger on something or I'm going to run out of time. Something's not going to work. I'll miss the window, whatever the excuse or reason is behind it. What is the origin of this idea? How did it come to me? And how did I make the decision? Now, the authority part is obviously important of how I say yes. My authority is emotional. So of course, I'm waiting to make decisions. All of this stuff feels very textbook 101 human design. It's also the stuff that most people are overlooking and not really doing. They're making decisions and jumping into things based on ideas, based on thoughts, based on somebody else doing it, right? And not really following strategy and authority. So I just really dug into this and I was like, this is the core of everything, even if it means doing a lot less. And turns out that's what I'm supposed to be doing a lot less with greater focus, with greater commitment. Now, this, of course, cascaded into a whole other um, dimension of my design, which is I have gate 29, which is going to be transiting, I believe, when this episode airs or right before it. Gate 29 is in multiple places in my chart. It is my core wound and gene keys, and it's the gate of commitment. That's an area for me to transcend, for me to heal a wound around. How do I not be half-hearted in the things that I do? Well, it's to be committed. And part of that is being focused and not having my focus pulled. I could do that when I follow my process. I can do that when I'm doing less. And not saying yes to things that aren't correct for me. So I really grounded down into this. And an example of this is the human design lab. 
So the Human Design Lab is the membership that we launched in June. And it's this beautiful program. It's a membership where we take you through living and growing by your human design, really grounding you into the foundations of human design and using it. This came not from an idea where I was like, a membership sounds like a good idea, or I see people are making money with memberships, or people want more low-ticket offers. What's a low-ticket offer I could make? No, people talked to me about it. They came to me and said, do you have anything low-ticket? After readings, they would ask me, what can I do to continue this journey now that I have this information? How do I use this? And I got my response. So that was built based on true responses. And I really made made sure that I was responding and that it was a yes from me before jumping in. That allowed me to commit with greater purpose and emphasis and just unwavering commitment than I have in the past. I didn't question the decision that I made. I didn't question whether it was right. I was just like, I know this is right. And that's what human design can allow you to do at the most basic fundamental level is you can fully commit to the things that you're doing if you're following your process. Commit to the process and you trust then that everything is unfolding as it should. I trust my process, so I trust that the things that I'm saying yes to hold something for me. Whether they hold what I think they will hold or not, that remains to be seen. That's not in my control. I can just say yes to the thing right in front of me right now. That's number one. Number two is... I started using my human design for lead generation and growth. Specifically, I dug into two aspects of my design, which are my vocation and my culture spheres in Gene Keys. Now, I'm also a Gene Keys guide, so I incorporate that into the work that I do with my clients. I incorporate it into the work that I do with myself. But the culture sphere and the vocation sphere are core pieces of the pearl sequence in the Gene Keys. And really what they allowed me to do was to quiet the noise on how I reach out to people, how I connect with my audience, how I build an audience, and how I am meant to work. Specifically, my vocation sphere is in line three. So recognizing that I am meant to produce things, that is the line of the producer, not gate three, line three. So I'm talking specifically about the line of the vocation sphere. And this is what I mean by human design gives us great detail into not only how we work, how our energy is activated, how we make decisions, who we're here to be, but we get into these very specific things when we talk about like the vocation sphere in Gene Keys. That is specifically an energy that we have around the work that we're here to do. Once we heal the wound, Then we're here to do that work and we're here to share that work and people will be attracted to us for doing that work. We can't do it until we've transcended the wound. So this is where the work comes in. But then we get to the line theme, which tells me that I'm the producer, tells me that I'm meant to do work. Now, obviously, I'm a manifesting generator, I'm meant to do things as well. But that just gives such depth and it allowed me to focus my energy on the right pieces of what I was doing that I I couldn't completely remove myself from the work that's not in me, but can I do the right things? And then the culture sphere, I have a culture line of partnership. So I really focused on partnerships. I really focused on building connections with my clients, having one-to-one relationships inside my Unshakable Entrepreneur program where we help you build a podcast funnel by your human design. I'm working with people, there's a very big one-on-one component 
in the way that I connect with people in my business, as far as my audience is concerned, how can I build intimacy? How can I create partnerships? How can I be partnering with other entrepreneurs to share our audience with people and making that a high priority for me? And rather than feeling like I need to be everywhere all the time, this allows me, again, to be focused and commit to specific things. And that has made everything feel way less chaotic, more fun. It's pushed me in other areas. There's so much more to this one. I should probably do a whole episode just on the culture sphere and on some aspects of our design, how they come up. But relationships are a very big part of my design, building relationships. And it's one of the things that has always been the scariest for me. I have had trust issues in the past. I'm a five. I feel the projections of everyone. So there can be a ton of fear around what people think of me. That has always been part of me. I've gone through and grown a lot through it. But it's still there. That stuff is still a area of growth for me. But when I look at the culture sphere and I see that I have partnership as my line, it tells me where to focus. It tells me that building one-to-one connections with other entrepreneurs, being in masterminds and building those connections, if I focus there and not worry about being on every social media platform, being omnipresent all the time, it makes it easier to be omnipresent actually because I can be collaborating with people and I don't have to lift the whole thing myself. But it allows me to focus my my energy with the limited time that I have because I don't want to be working 40, 50 hours a week. I have a young son. I have a busy life. And I have other things going on my in my business. I have a lot of clients to serve. So there's so much to be done. And when I talk about audience growth, it's like, how can I be very focused about the way that I do this, about the way that I grow my audience and grow my following and build relationships with those people. So that has been a big focus for me. And that has just slowed everything down, but magnified the results. And that's what we're looking for. How can I do less and make more? How can I put out less effort and get more and greater results from them? The third thing that I did that brought ease and cash into my business is I actually expanded my offer suite. Now, You hear from people all the time, more offers, more problems. You hear from a lot of people have one core signature offer and then don't offer anything else until you get that to seven figures. That I I believe works when you are spending money on ads and and that is your main driver of traffic. You are doing paid ads, so you want them all going to one thing. You want to put all of your effort into one thing. But if that's not the model that you're working with, and you're building a smaller audience over time, I don't see that working as much. And and energetically, putting everybody into one bucket didn't really work for me. And I'm a manifesting generator. I'm multi-passionate. I do have other things that I want to offer and at different price points. So I actually expanded my offer suite. So we have the Human Design Lab, which is our low-ticket membership offer. So anybody can join that because it is very affordable. Then we have the VIP upgrade, which actually gets you coaching by me and more direct access to me and my deconditioning stuff. There's an upgrade to that. So for people who want to work with me more closely, but don't want to be in my higher ticket, unshakable entrepreneur mastermind program, and they don't want to be in that, but they desire to have more access to me, there's that as well. So there's this three-tiered approach. And then, of course, I have private coaching and all of that stuff, but that's completely separate from what I see as my offer suite and my funnel. 
I expanded my offer suite and it simplified so much in my business because now there's a place for everybody to go. I feel much more organized having it this way. And it makes more sense to me, to my clients, to the people who come into my world. It's much easier to point people to where they belong and how they can find out more information about working with me. And that has led to more sales, more recurring revenue, and greater ease again in my life and in my world and in my business. When we know money is coming in, that obviously expands us to dream bigger and do bigger things. The fourth thing that I did that brought ease and cash into my business is I leveraged AI. Now, this might find sound interesting because I talk so much about being authentic in your marketing and in your messaging. And so to say that you have a robot who writes stuff for you doesn't sound like that, right? It makes it sound very homogenized, but that's not it at all because when you leverage it to help you repurpose and reuse content you've already created. I've really used it. My team has been using it and it has allowed me to like double and triple myself. I can give them work that they would normally have to wait for me to give them input on. And instead they can give me really good first drafts. And with AI, it's all about what you put in. It is all about not just the prompts that you put in, but the information, the background information that you put into the AI before you give it the prompts to ask it for what you want, right? So we put in information that is based on my human design, based on the offers I've created by design, based on the information I know about my ideal client. All of that goes in. So it is actually very authentic and very tailored. And we, of course, edit it, craft it, and massage it after the AI gives us the information. A lot of times I write something and have it rewrite it for me, have it put it into a format because I hate strategy in that way. I hate writing in a formulaic way. But the reality is that you need a hook. So I might use it to get hook ideas. Things that I don't enjoy doing, I give to the robot now. And it has been life-changing. We are having it rework sales pages. And my team can do all of that without me and then send it to me for feedback. Life-changing. They can take these podcast episodes and repurpose them and cut them up into clips and do all of it so easy within minutes with AI versus us having to do that all manually like before. I mean, my business manager, Megana, she... The, she has totally embraced AI and she is so quick with editing our, our podcast episodes, repurposing them, cutting them into clips. Everything that she does is all through the AI platforms that we use and, and, and the, the different softwares that we use. Um, and it has been life changing and business changing. And we are saving a lot of money doing that. And for me, the most important thing is that I get to focus on the things that are important, masterminding the things that are CEO level not the task manager level. So it's been incredible. And the fifth and final thing that I did that brought ease and cash into my business is I doubled down on this podcast. I made the podcast the core piece of my content strategy and my funnel. It is the most important piece. It is the number one priority for me as far as content creation is concerned. It is where all of our other content gets built from. It has allowed me to not stress over social media because there's so much that I can use from this show. But it is also 
given me this amazing focus. Again, I don't have to focus on being on Instagram and TikTok and all of these places and creating content all over. I create content here. I create really good content here. I serve an audience here. And people get to decide very quickly if I'm for them or not. And if they become a listener, there is no better way and no faster way to nurture an audience than through a podcast. This is a very intimate platform. If you're listening right now, there's something about me that resonates with you. Now, if you are a longtime listener, then maybe you've purchased something from me in the past. Maybe you plan to in the future. Maybe you won't, but you'll share this with your friends. All of this is part of the plan. I made a decision last year and I said the podcast is going to be my main source of leads. And it was not at the time. And since then, in in the last six months, our audience has grown 150%. Nearly all of our leads maybe don't find us through the podcast, but by the time they buy, that's all they remember. When I ask people, how did you find me? What, What made you come here? They either say, I listened to your podcast or you were a guest on another podcast. And then I listened to your podcast and then I bought something from you. Then I came into the lab. I have never seen more new people converting to clients than since I made this shift with my podcast. And it's obviously elevated me. It's given me a doorway into building relationships with other people who host podcasts, other people at my level and above people that I admire and given me a pathway to start a real relationship with them. I remember Coach told us I was in her program, but it took me months before I did it. And she was just like, anyone in this program, there were a lot of people in there. There was like thousands of people in this very high ticket program. She's like, if you do not have a podcast, you need to start one. There is no greater marketing tool out there than a podcast. And she has one of the top business podcasts, like a top 10 business podcast right now. I couldn't agree more. I am nowhere at her level, like what she's able to bring in through her podcast, I'm sure is astronomical, but what it's done for my business, it's transformed everything. So all of these pieces together have led to this beautiful combination of using proven business strategies along with human design, along with understanding myself deeply, which has allowed me to focus and allowed me to methodically... as methodical as any manifesting generator can be, but it's allowed me to take steps and guide my team to take steps and give us a strategy and a structure that is built on an authentic message, authentic offers. We've crafted everything based on human design, and then we put in tools and business strategy that is proven and tested over time. Because anyone who's telling you it's just the energetic stuff, that's just not true in my experience, I'll say. Maybe it's true for some people. But if you've tried that, that's probably why it's not working because you do need strategy. There is business strategy that is necessary to run a business, to run a successful business. It is not all energy. It's not all strategy either. We have to put them together. And these five things, I think, are the the cornerstone of how I've put these two things together, how I've put the cosmic with the tactical, how I have blended these two pieces and it has streamlined my business. It has brought ease into my life and it has grown our revenue and allowed us to see a path forward where that will continue to grow and grow and grow and allowed us to set really aggressive goals 
and actually feel like we can achieve them. So I hope that this was helpful. I hope that you enjoyed this. And this is why we created the Podcast by Human Design free guide for you. If this is something that interests you, if podcasting is even something that you're like, maybe, I don't know, if you think it'll be too hard, that's part of the reason we created it, because we've crafted this in a way to show you how you can create one, even if you're a projector or a reflector, how you can create one that's supportive to you, how you should or how you could approach crafting a show and allowing you to not feel like you have to pass up this amazing marketing tool that can help you build an audience, grow an audience of people who will convert, because that's ultimately what we're doing, how you can monetize your podcast. And that was really my goal over the last year. I want to monetize this podcast. I want the podcast to be bringing in high five figures every month. And that is the path that we are on. And that is something that is happening. We bring in thousands every month from this podcast, I should say. I want that number to be bigger. I want that number to be consistently bigger. And that's something that we are achieving right now. So I hope that you found this helpful. Please download that guide. Go to nicoleano.me forward slash podcast links. And you can download that guide there totally for free. There's also information on the Human Design Lab and all the other things that we have going on there as well, if you want to check those out too. But please download that guide if you have even the slightest little itch or thought about starting a podcast. I highly recommend you do it. It it was number five on the list, but it is number one in my heart as far as tactical things that I have done that have changed my business. This podcast, number one, hands down. So I hope that you found this helpful. I hope this inspired you to see if there's a little spark between you and a podcast. If you love this episode, share it with somebody you know, share it on your Instagram, leave us a review and make sure you subscribe to the show so you do not miss any episodes in the future. I hope you enjoyed this. Thank you for staying to the end. Remember, in order to have an unshakable business, you must first become an unshakable human. And we hope we helped you there. We hope you join us next time so that we can continue your journey of becoming unshakable with human design. We will see you then. If you love this episode and you're a fan of the show, please show us the love on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to the show and leave us a review. And if you'd like to connect with other entrepreneurs on their human design journey, join our free Facebook community, Human Design for Entrepreneurs. Go to nicolelano.me forward slash podcast links to join the group, book a human design reading with me, or access our free human design resources. We'll see you there.